Good morning and welcome to morning prayer on Saturday, the 18th of July, the day after the end of term, but also a day uh, dedicated, according to uh, the Church of England website, to Elizabeth Ferrard, who was the first deaconess of the Church of England, founder of the community of St. Andrew, who died in 1883, born in 1825 and worked, I think, around the London area. So this day commemorated to her. In On the uh, website, if you look at the latest resources and podcasts, you will see uh, the information and links required for the 10 o'clock Zoom service at St. Mary's. Now, the church is open today for private prayer, as it has been recently, um, between nine and mid to late afternoon. The church is also open on Sunday. Uh, you may know or recall that last Sunday, the 10 o'clock service was hosted from the church by Reverend Martin. Um, and this week, uh, again, we will be in the church. Martin will be presiding. Gillian uh, will be preaching. And uh, people are, are welcome. The church will be open. Um, there are pew sheets. I know I put them there today and uh, people are welcome to worship, but we're still also showing the service on Zoom. So there is a choice. Either come to church uh, at 10 or continue to watch the service on Zoom um, uh, following the links on the website. There'll also be the dial in at 6.30 on Sunday. Uh, but all that information about what's happening on Sunday this weekend can be found on the website. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, you are my God. Eagerly I seek you. My soul is a thirst for you. My flesh also faints for you as in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So would I gaze upon you in your holy place, that I might behold your power and your glory. Your loving kindness is better than life itself, and so my lips shall praise you. I will bless you as long as I live and lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my helper and under the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand shall hold me fast. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. The psalm is Psalm 120. Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips. When I was in trouble, I called to the Lord. I called to the Lord, and he answered me. Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. 
What shall be given to you? What more shall be done to you, deceitful tongue? The sharp arrows of a warrior, tempered in burning coals. Woe is me, that I must lodge in Meshesh and dwell among the tents of Kedah. My soul has dwelt too long with enemies of peace. I am for making peace. But when I speak of it, they make ready for war. Deliver me, Lord God, from lying lips. God of consolation, look on us, pilgrims in a strange land. Preserve us from slander and deceit. Show us the truth. And give to our souls the peace of Christ. We also have Psalm 121. The Lord shall keep you from all evil. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where is my help to come? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not suffer your foot to stumble. He who watches over you will not sleep. Behold, he who keeps watch over Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand, so that the sun shall not strike you by day, neither the moon by night. The Lord shall keep you from all evil. It is he who shall keep your soul. The Lord shall keep watch over your going out and your coming in from this time forth forevermore. The Lord shall keep you from all evil. Lord, ever watchful and faithful, we look to you to be our defence. And we lift our hearts to know your help through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And a third Psalm, Psalm 122. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. I was glad, glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And now our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem, built as a city that is at unity in itself. Thither the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as is decreed for Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For there are set the thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. O oh, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls and tranquility within your palaces. For my kindred and companions' sake, I will pray that peace be with you. 
for the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek to do you good. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. God of our pilgrimage, bring us with joy to the eternal city founded on the rock and give to our earthly cities that peace which comes from above through Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. So we have our first reading, which is 1 <clears throat> Samuel chapter 4. In those days, the Philistines mustered for war against Israel, and Israel went out to battle against them. They encamped at Ebenezer, and the Philistines encamped at Aphek. The Philistines drew up in line against Israel, and when the battle was joined, Israel was defeated by the Philistines, who killed about 4,000 men on the field of battle. When the troops came to the camp, the elders of Israel said, Why has the Lord put us to rout today before the Philistines? Let us bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord here from Shiloh, so that he may come among us and save us from the power of our enemies. So the people sent to Shiloh and brought from there the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of hosts, who is enthroned on the cherubim. The two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. When the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel gave a mighty shout so that the earth resounded. When the Philistines heard the noise of the shouting, they said, What does this great shouting in the camp of Hebrews mean? When they learned that the Ark of the Lord had come to the camp, the Philistines were afraid, for they said, Gods have come into the camp. They also said, Woe to us, for nothing like this has happened before. Woe to us. Who can deliver us from the power of these mighty gods? These are the gods who struck the Egyptians with every sort of plague in the wilderness. Take courage and be men, O Philistines, in order not to become slaves to the Hebrews as they have been to you. Be men and fight. So the Philistines fought. Israel was defeated and they fled everyone to his home. There was a very great slaughter for there fell of Israel 30,000 foot soldiers. The ark of God was captured and the sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas died. A man of Benjamin ran from the battle line and came to Shiloh the same day with his clothes torn and with earth upon his head. When he arrived, Eli was sitting upon his seat by the road watching, for his heart trembled for the ark of God. When the man came into the city and told the news, all the city cried out. When Eli heard the sound of the outcry, he said, What is this uproar? Then the men came quickly and told Eli. 
Now Eli was 98 years old and his eyes were set so that he could not see. The man said to Eli, I have just come from the battle. I fled from the battle today. He said, how did it go, my son? The messenger replied, Israel has fled before the Philistines and there has been great slaughter among the troops. Your two sons also, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead and the ark of the God has been captured. When he mentioned the ark of God, Eli fell over backwards from his seat by the side of the gate and his neck was broken and he died for he was an old man and heavy. He had judged Israel for 40 years. Now his daughter-in-law, the wife of Phinehas, was pregnant, about to give birth. When she heard the news that the ark of God was captured and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed and gave birth, for her labour pains overwhelmed her. As she was about to die, the woman attending her said to her, Do not be afraid, for you have borne a son. But she did not answer or give heed. She named the child Ichabod, meaning the glory has departed from Israel, because the ark of God had been captured and because of her father-in-law and her husband. She said, The glory has departed from Israel, for the ark of God has been captured. Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her. All you who love her, says the Lord. Rejoice with her in joy. All you who mourn over her, that she may drink deeply with delight from her consoling breast. For thus says our God, you shall be nursed and carried on her arm. As a mother comforts her children, so I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. You shall flourish like the grass of the fields. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Our second reading is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 20. Some Sadducees, those who say there is no resurrection, came to him and asked him a question. Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, leaving a wife but no children, the man shall marry the widow and raise up children for his brother. Now, there were seven brothers. The first married and died childless. Then the second and the third married her, and so in the same way all seven died childless. Finally the woman also died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will the woman be? For the seven 
had married her. Jesus said to them, Those who belong to this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy of a place in that age and in the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. Indeed, they cannot die any more, because they are like angels and are children of God, being children of the resurrection. And the fact that the dead are raised, Moses himself showed in the story about the bush, where he speaks of the Lord as the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now he is God not of the dead, but of the living, for to him all of them are alive. Then some of the scribes answered, Teacher, you have spoken well. For they no longer dared to ask him another question. <clears throat> Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. That glory may dwell in our land. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Your salvation is near to those who fear you. That glory may dwell in our land. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets God promised of old to save us from our enemies from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, you shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. <coughs> So let us pray. So on this Saturday, having reached the weekend, 
And in some ways, it feels no time since we started the week. And in other ways, that seems quite a time ago. We give thanks, as we do every day, for the gift of life which we have been given. And we pray that we have used that gift of life to good purpose. We pray that we have seized the opportunities that we have been given and that we have shone your light and your love in those dark places with friends or family or strangers, that we have been beacons of hope and light, and that if we are needing your light, there have been people who have done that for us. And so today on this Saturday, we pray in preparation for our service, which will take place on Sunday, both in church and online and in dialing. We pray for all those who are leading and taking part, for those who feel able to join in church, and that those who do not feel able to join in church feel confident in staying at home and taking part from home. Because even though we are dispersed, we are still united with you. We pray for our church family of Richmond with Hudswell and Downham and Mask. We pray for all the communities we live in. We pray for Martin, our rector, and for Paul, our curate. We pray for Martin as he prepares to get married in August to Anna. We pray for their preparations. And we pray for Paul and Jeanette as they settle into their new home, in a new place, in a new way of life, with a new ministry, with new people. And so we pray for them. So we pray this morning or today for this service which will take place and that it will go well and that your love will shine throughout. We continue to pray for our world, our world working how to unlock from this lockdown with the awareness that we do not know exactly how this will work out, but in the trust that you are with us and you are guiding us. We pray for our royal family, for her government, for the advisors, for medics, for all those working in hospitals and care homes, doctor's surgeries, funeral directors, all those who are trying to keep us well and safe. And we remember not just those who are trying to recover from the virus, but those who are waiting treatment or results or tests and what to do next. We pray for all who are poorly in body, mind or spirit. We pray for those who are feeling hopeless, those who are not knowing what next. And we pray that you will send your healing presence. We remember those who we love and who have died and we pray for those preparing to say goodbye to loved ones at services in this coming week. We pray that these services 
will go well and that they will really reflect the lives of those who have died and the love and impact which they have had and which we have shared. And finally, we pray for our communities with their shops and businesses, our farming communities, all those working so hard. And we pray for our schools, for our schools as they break up for the holidays, not knowing what term will look like next term. And so we pray for all the preparations which are going into that, for rest and for a sense of re-energisation when they return. And so we commit this day to you and to your love and your presence. And we give thanks that whatever is happening, you love us and you hold us firm. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of the church is governed and sanctified, hear our prayer, which we offer for all your faithful people, that in their vocation and ministry they may serve you in holiness and truth to the glory of your name. Through our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. So at the start of this weekend, let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our, our Father, Father, who, who art, art in, in heaven, hallowed, hallowed be your name. Your, your kingdom, kingdom come, come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but, but deliver us from, from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and, and the glory are yours, now and, and forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, bless us and preserve us from all evil, and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.